for me my biggest biggest source of satisfaction and my focus is on getting these amazing songs in its correct form and passing it on to the next generation so because we won't be there at least if that song is living in its correct form so in its correct form is in block letters <laughs> the most important thing Namaste and welcome to Indian Artpreneur. I'm your host Sushma Udupa. On today's episode, we speak to an Indian classical musician, Vainika, musicologist, teacher, orator, writer, organizer, a direct descendant of Maharaja Swati Tirunal and Raja Ravi Verma, a member of the royal family of Travancore. Shri Ashwati Tirunal Rama Verma popularly known as Prince Rama Verma an artist par excellence and a beloved guru to thousands of students he is also well known for organizing the week long swati festival in honor of his ancestor maharaja swati tirunal which takes place every year at the palace in trivandrum as a visionary he is known for spearheading the move to allow women inside the navaratri mandapam both as performers and listeners breaking more than 3 centuries of that tradition let us listen to prince rama verma namaste verma ji welcome to indian art premier thank you okay um verma ji in most of your videos that we see on youtube we see a large collection of dvds and cds in your background So can you tell us something about it? Yeah, these are. I mean, if you look at ten of my DVDs, nine will be comedy. <laughs> so okay. uh, some people they use meditation uh, for relaxing or calming themselves. So I do music meditation. Some people do alcohol or drugs or whatever. For me, the number one, uh, what works best for me is comedy. So uh, on TV and sometimes on YouTube also, in between advertisements come. So these are original DVDs. Uh, now, of course, DVD players are getting uh, fewer and fewer. <laughs> so yes. this is the DVD collection. The next room is much bigger. Is the book collection. So okay. books are the are my best friend. All the time, I'll be sometimes I'll be reading in this room. One book would be there. In another room, a second book. So same time, three books would be going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, talking specifically about classical music. is there a fine line between learning and reproducing uh, absolutely soloing for this reproducing just you have it inside you but digesting is learning so then it becomes part of you so otherwise it will be it will remain just uh, your teacher tells something you record that or the composition notation is there in the book it will remain in the recording machine and in the book only it won't become yours so it has to be part of us So, and and it's a constant process. It's like one one song I have learned one song really really nicely means it's not going to sit there again and again. I have to refresh that, revisit that, and each time I teach one song, I learn more and more. So my equation with any composition uh, which I have uh, not taught anybody and a song which I have taught many 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 times is very very different. So if I've taught means then only some small small one word one note which while singing I may just gloss over that superficially but while teaching I realize oh this is 
what is happening here note by note syllable by syllable phrase by phrase we become very intimately acquainted with the song so for me teaching is the best best thing in learning as a child you've traveled a lot to norway uk uh, germany and other european countries and you also hail from a royal family so with all the possible exposure and the possibilities what made you choose music as your career my grandfather was uh, one big uh, he was very big into tourism and sports so as a tourism gentleman he has traveled a lot all over the world and the same genes he transmitted to my parents to so both my mother and father till the virus came in fact when the virus came they were still in america then so they are professional travelers they travel all over the world so as a child when i had half ticket <laughs> i think till you are 12 or 13 you can travel in half ticket so as a half ticket person i have tagged along with my parents uh, to several european countries and, and my father had this amazing habit even before i was born wherever he went he would buy at that time cds cassettes had not come only records had come he would buy records of the local music whether it is norway or indonesia or singapore any place so i as a very small child itself i would hear these music from various parts of the world which are now available online but at 1970s trivandrum we had no chance of hearing something from germany or france or switzerland or some place like that so for me i didn't know what was sarigama i didn't know what was hindustani i didn't know what was carnatic so for me one swiss music record or one mohammad rafi or md ramnathan or ms upadhyay they were all music i liked and i never differentiated which is a big blessing actually it is like i once um, saw a talk by mallika sarabhai mallika sarabhai the great dancer she um took part in a production of i think mahabharatam by a gentleman called peter brooks so this peter brooks mahabharatam the cast had people from india oriental people arabic people black people white people people of all races they were there i don't know the number 60 or 100 or whatever and they were traveling the world Uh, for two years or uh, some very big amount of time and uh, mallika sarabhai had a baby at that time so this baby is traveling with this troop of 100 people which includes black and white and oriental and indian and the child never felt any difference they are all people it's much later that people are saying oh indians are brown in color and uh, europeans are white in color that the child never felt i, I will never forget This, this point from her talk which i attended once in oroville the same thing happened for me with music i never differentiated between arabic music or some other music so when i started traveling with my parents of course i didn't have my own money but if i am given some pocket money i will always buy either music or food or books that's all nothing else clothes and other things i never even electronic things i never did in fact i didn't even uh, download whatsapp till very recently so or i didn't buy a smartphone also till very recently so everyone would shout at me saying it's so expensive to send sms and make a call you get whatsapp or buy a laptop or something like that but i was very backward in technology as in many other things <laughs> but in music i was very very fortunate so from that time i used to buy 
by the time I started traveling, cassettes had started coming, the later CDs. So, uh, but how your question about why I took Carnatic music, I think Carnatic music took me. It's not a choice because even I used to read a lot of books by, uh, I love animals generally, nature and wildlife and even not wild, normal animals, pet animals also. So, as a child, the whole series of books by Jim Corbett about man-eaters and Kenneth Anderson again about man-eaters, then James Harriet who was a vet, veterinary doctor in England and Gerald Durrell who was a naturalist. So, the, all the books by these people I read when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 at that time. So, in school itself, I remember filling out a questionnaire, what do you want when you grow up? I had written veterinary doctor. <laughs> so, at that time when I am 14, 15, I never dreamt that I would be a musician. While most of my colleagues, by the time they are 10, 11, they have already given concerts, small, small concerts. By me at 14, 15, I never, 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 never imagined. Even at 18, I never imagined. I loved music. I started studying music. But to be a musician, I, I never imagined. I love tennis, but I have never even touched a racket. Like that, I used to like music. <laughs> that it, it happened. That then in music, I have spent time as an adult also uh, in three cities mainly, in Amsterdam, uh, London and Paris. So, when I have free time, the location is so beautiful, I will go out for a walk in the park I'll, or I will feed the ducks something, <laughs> I'll sit on a bench and read a book, something like that. But in India, if I have free time, I will be practicing. <laughs> so, I find that Carnatic music, it is kind of born of this part, this earth, like many other things, which is typical to that location. Religious customs and traditions, everything is, it is born from that part of the world. So, I accept, okay, but now with the internet and all that things have changed, like see, you are sitting in Scandinavia and I am sitting in Bangalore and we can talk and lyrics are available, so many things are available online. So, the time I spent in Europe, all that was not there. Now, what the future brings, we have no idea. <laughs> we know about your liking for uh, old Hindi melodies, ghazals and uh, Rabindra Sangeet. And then along with singing compositions in uh, several regional languages, you've also beautifully rendered uh, songs in foreign languages such as French, Greek, Swahili, Spanish, Mandarin and so on. Uh, how did you develop this interest? Uh, also, the same thing, my, some things which my father bought as records, what I bought as cassettes and CD, I only heard the audio. Now, after YouTube came, so many of those songs from my childhood, I can actually see videos of that person singing. So it's like uh, somebody has praise and praise and praise and suddenly God gives you darshan. <laughs> suddenly, it is like getting darshan of some artist whom I cherish and love for more than 30 years, 40 years. Then lyrics are also more and more, not all languages, not all songs, but more and more compositions, lyrics are getting available now okay, and meaning also. So, whatever I sing, I look at the lyric and word by word meaning. I can speak Malayalam and English, that's it properly, but I can manage in French, Hindi and Tamil. So, uh, that is, I can manage a conversation like what we are talking now, I can manage. Now, I am trying to do something with Telugu and Kannada. Telugu and Kannada, if, if I watch a comedy movie and one joke, I don't get it. 
but somebody gives a lecture demonstration about Purandradasa or Bhadrasal Ramadasa in Telugu or in Kannada, I understand more than 85% I understand. But probably because topic is music also. But more and more. And everything is practicable. You listen more and more. So, Tamil I have, in public also I have spoken in Tamil and all that. May, there may be mistakes, but people, and what I have in my mind, I could communicate to my listeners. <laughs> That's all. But singing, I, yes, I try my best. Uh, see, English, English is the problem because I speak like this. I'm a Malayali from Kerala, South Indian, and I speak English. It, from the sound itself, probably people may be able to say that I'm a South Indian Malayali speaking English. But I don't want to uh, put on some fake accent. Uh, oh, dear, dear. No? <laughs> like that. I don't want to speak like that. But when I sing an English song, I don't know what accent to give. If I sing like this, it, it may sound like a Malayali. But if, if I put another accent, it will sound, baby, you know, <laughs> it may sound fake. <laughs> so that, that's why I don't sing English songs much. While French, Hindi, Bengali and all that, I, I can sing kind of like, like, the, like how it would sound. Okay. And in those cases, uh, do you, do you uh, learn the pronunciation by just listening and... Uh... See, by one small example I will give you. Uh, in English, we have the letter S and we have, we have the letter Z. So, mm -hmm. Z... It has one buzz, you know. In French, they have the same buzzing for the letter V. So we say V, 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 only. but they say Z, 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 sound like that. So uh, a French friend of mine says, My name Varma. Ah, Monsieur Varma. Va. So then I realized there's nobody taught me. But then I observed. French recordings and speaking and whatever, they automatically, they have the buzz for the V. So like that, the ear has to be trained and you really uh, listen, listen, listen. The more you listen, the more uh, it reveals. So even now, I don't claim that anything I sing is perfect in any language. I, I keep trying, that's all. There may be so many mistakes, <laughs> even now. Your great-grandmother, Amma Maharani Setu Parvati Bai, is known to have selected your Guru, Sri Vechur Harihara Subramanya Ayer, after interviewing all the musicians from Tiruvananthapuram. And from your interviews, we know that you shared a very special bond with him. So, can you tell us a bit about your Guru and share some inspiring moments you experienced as a student under his tutelage? And he was a... It is like uh, there are some animal species which say either extinct or endangered species, we say, no, because may not be there any longer. He was one of those endangered species people. We don't find people like that anymore. He was uh, very, very competent. First, the merit in his art, he was very, very competent. He was completely willing to share whatever he knew without holding anything back. And he was extraordinarily patient because I learned later from Balamurlikshna sir, but what Balamurlikshna sir got and what Vachur sir got are two different things altogether. Because by the time Balamurlikshna sir got me, I had learnt Veena also. Veena had helped so much in my singing and I had started giving performances. I had already toured abroad and whatever. So for him, he just had to sing once and I would get it and we go to the next line. So it was relaxation only. He used to tell me that sometimes when he had some problem or something, I'd say, sir, if you are busy, then I don't want to disturb you. No, 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 no. Only when I teach you, I can relax. But Vachur sir is the opposite. Because from Sa, he had to teach first. Sruti has to be in place. 
then talam has to be in place. So Shruti will either not reach the correct note or go too high. Uh, and I never slowed down, but speeding up would happen. When you are singing, automatically it will become faster and faster. The fast phrases would not have clarity. So gamakams would not be in place. At that time, I didn't know uh, instrument. So if you know an instrument, you can explain gamakams very clearly. But he would just sing correctly. And I would repeat wrongly. He would sing correctly again. I would repeat wrongly again. Three times, five times, fifteen times, twenty But he would not explain See, this is how I sang and this is how you sang and this is how it has to go. That he never explained. He will just sing correctly and I have to figure out. <laughs> so, repetition was... Then, till I got the thing, the imposition is for the Guru, not for the... But very patiently, he used to teach me. And uh, so many things. I always respected him, loved him, cherished him, valued him. And realized how precious he was when he was around. But later and later, his value keeps going up only. Normally, see, I am from a small town, Tiruvanthapuram. In a small town, I had a small guru, which is there. He was good for me. But later, I travel outside. I go with Balamulitsa. I go tra travel outside India and whatever. I see the world and I feel, oh, he was not all that good. It's the opposite, actually. The, the more of the world I see, his value keeps going up only because there are teachers who are commercial, there are teachers who are manipulative, there are teachers who are exploitative, there are teachers who are selfish, they are insecure, so many things are there. So this man, how I got, I mean, my entire life of, my, the story of my life would have been completely different and negative if my basic teacher was not a virtual self because such a strong foundation he and so much of Carnatic music what we hear there are people we may like, we may not like, we may like very much. But if we look at each musician, big names, you think of Chamamuniyar, Madhuramuniyar, Balamuniyar, M.D. Ramalana, G.N. So much merit was there and so much mannerisms were there also. Each of them had their own mannerism. If we like them, we like everything. If we don't like, we don't like anything. No? That is the general trend. So what I find is that... We all have our own likes and dislikes and many people when they like somebody, they just blindly follow them. But we may not have their merit, but it's easy to mimic their mannerisms. So Vachur Sir was one of those rare people uh, who was a student of Shamangudi Srinivasaya, but he took the Shamangudi approach but not the Shamangudi mannerisms. And so his what we identify uh, is mannerism. So, suppose I sing something like Madhuramani, immediately people are, ah, this is why he is following Madhuramani's or M.D. Ramana's or Samangudi's But Vachur sir, he just sang good music without the mannerism. So, if I, that is what I got. So, he followed Samangudi style, but it doesn't sound like Samangudi singing. It sounded like Vachur sir singing, which was a big blessing because if I had done my basics, Either Balamurli style or M.D. Ramanan style or Madhuramurli style, only that I could have done. But Vachur sir, because he had this no mannerism kind of just solid uh, base, not only base, because I would sing uh, Naravilan Swaram and Alapana and give concerts when Vachur sir was very much alive, that helped a great deal in 
my me being free to take anything I like from Madhuramani or MD Ramanathan or Balambam or from anybody else also. But if you are stuck in that style, you can only sing like that, that generally. So it's a very and very uh, not insecure. He was not given any recognition. He got one Sangeet Nataka Academy Award, that's it. Otherwise, not many awards, not many titles, not very popular, not much money. But he never felt uh, bitter or, see, I'm singing so much and I didn't get any. That feeling was not there at all. Whenever I got, see, I went to America and he had never gone outside India. So I went three times to America when he was alive. So, he was so happy. He said, what if I didn't go? My disciple has gone. No. So, that feeling that I inherited and I transmit that to my students also. When there are so many gurus who will feel insecure if the student come till one level, okay, to sit behind and sing, okay. But if they have their own individuality and they start flying high means the guru feels insecure. A lot of cases and there are gurus who are famous and recognized and they have the title and award and money and everything, still they feel insecure. In fact, sometimes I feel the more they get there, the more insecure they <laughs> But this man who didn't have any of that was very calm. And he, he, there are people who talk and there are people who do. So he was 100% a doer only. You can sit and spout very high ideals and do the opposite of that. So he never preached anything, but he really practiced. So just by leading by example, he would not give me advice or stuff like that. But he was there for me to observe and take from. So that was... At least so much I can talk about what you said. I'm just giving one in some capsule. But then did your uh, Veena learning also happen simultaneously, sir? Ah, I learned uh, five years singing. When, when I was 13, I started. Then when I was 18, I started learning Veena. Vichur sir was there till I was around 24. So my time, 18 to 24, Vichur sir and Veena Venkatraman sir first. Then Venkatraman sir's guru, K.S. Swami. So... The, at that time, Balamuri sir was not there. Balamuri sir came after Vachur sir passed away because Vachur sir passed away. So, it is not, many people wrongly feel I did basics under Vachur sir and advanced lesson from Balamuri. No, I did advanced lesson from Vachur sir and stopped learning from him because he died. That's all. Otherwise, I'll, even now I will be learning from him. <laughs> like so, 1986, 87, around that time till 1994, Veena was going simultaneously. Uh, and then so much, so much of insight we get into our Carnatic Gamakams if we know an instrument. So that once I started learning Veena, there was a big transformation in how I sang and what I sang. Then in class when he would sing and I would repeat, that, the, even in his music that transformation happened. That always happens. If instrument, violin or Veena, particularly Veena in the Carnatic context helps a lot, lot, lot. You're also the disciple of uh, Sri Balmurali Krishna. And if I may say so, his only disciple who's taken upon singing, teaching and popularizing compositions, uh, which were composed by him, sung by him and also tuned by him. What inspired you to take up this mission? Uh, I, I was always attracted to creativity. Uh, because my family was blessed by the presence of one great creative person like Maharaja Swahitranath. But Swayatrana lived 200 years ago. <clears throat> so I have not seen him, I have not heard him, I have not spoken to him. 
and history maintenance preservation archiving documentation is zero so not only in my family in many many places which have history so so much of swatrnal's legacy was lost then when i listen to his compositions jagaraja dikshitar each of them they are all doing kalyani and sankaraparnam but each one is so different and dynamic and brilliant and unique and special i would always used to i would think oh my god how nice it will be if i could spend the day with swatrnal and just ask him how do you compose and is it because of devotion or just happy feeling or sad feeling or why so many questions like so i was always attracted to uh, creativity and people who write or people who compose or so then i started listening to balamurli's works quite late because uh, my family was completely uh, around chamamuri okay? so if chamamuri likes somebody my family also likes if chamamuri doesn't like me my family also doesn't like <laughs> that was the situation so i have not even heard about balamurli sir till i was in my late teens or something but when i heard i got very attracted to his tillanas because his tillanas are something different from any other tillana which happened before him after him of course now some people are making some brilliant tillanas also but till at that point i had not heard tillana which just you know, goes like that like balamurli tillanas so i used to think to be so nice to learn a tillana from the composer directly that is all i i was not even aware of his varnams and so many of these other things so then when vachur sir died i was looking for another guru so i had two or three very unfortunate experiences with musicians whom i knew for 10 years 12 years 15 years just as their fan or colleague or whatever but the same me who was their fan or colleague when i approached them as a disciple i saw another face of them which i never imagined otherwise how bad and exploitative they were so there is a big eye opener and so many stories which are coming out now i can understand uh, about people so balamuli sir was not there in my list at all so i was like anyway vichur sir has passed away and i am jobless i am guruless uh, in fact i was around 25 26 years old and never married even now i am not married so at that time no wife no children no guru i had not started teaching so no disciple then i have a festival now in maharaja swayamrudas palace so that festival was not there so age 25 complete zero at that time when i was thinking okay before i find my next guru let me just see if how it will be if i can learn a tilana from balamurli sir so like one fun adventure thing i was in madras and i looked at the telephone directly and his phone number was there <laughs> so i didn't know it would be listed so i just called and hello he answered i said uh, namaskaram my, my name is varma uh, yes so i would like to meet you you called me some other time so i said okay i just said i'm varma he doesn't know who i am i want to meet you you can call me some other time this happened two three times i would call after three more three four months so around i think nearly one year passed then i met him for one of his concerts and then i said sir um, i would like to meet you he said yeah you are meeting me you can tell me i said no i not in this crowd but can i see you alone just 10 minutes is all i need so he gave me an appointment and i went to his house and i had learned 
his bihag tilana which starts dirdirtom tagdim nana sa dirdirtom tagdim nana tanana tirana tanana tirana tanana tirana dirdirtom tagdim nana it's little tough but probably one of his tougher tilana so i said um i'll sing something can uh, you listen and he was like yeah okay he was not interested really if you want you can sing he never expected me coming from that he knew me by then so he knew i was from travancore royal family who has never invited him so why i have come to his house itself he was surprised so he never expected me to sing his tilana so when i he and i sang that he was really stunned very happy and then he came and hugged me and said oh this is very nice so he said i'd like to Uh, learn from you. What What do you want to? Do? I said uh, one of few of these tilanas. Then I had heard Lavangi Onkara Karani. Then one Simharupa Deva. Actually, it's a Purandradasa song. Simharupa Nade Sri Hari. He translated into Telugu and tuned it in Kamboji. Simharupa. I had heard that. Uh, I have not heard such nice big Narasimha song. That was one of the songs which attracted me. So then uh, he gave me date and he said you can. So I'll never forget that first time. It was in Madras only. So he said, ah, "You live in Madras?" I said, "No." You come to Madras? I said, "No." Then I said, "No." You give me a date, I'll come. He said, "If I give date, you'll come all the way to Madras just to learn from me." He said, "Yes." You are not married. Very lucky, <laughs> 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 because he knows that if I am married, whether I am rich or poor. that physical freedom to say you give me a date i'll come that freedom we won't have no we have but then uh, some people ask me why i never got married there are so many reasons but one reason was that that was one time when i might have married in 24 25 years old then i joined balamurisir there was no second priority my only priority was to spend as much time with him as possible so the first visit itself he uh, i saw his book surya kanti which had around 120 compositions so i'm in front of him i'm looking through that and i have not heard any of these songs so i'm thinking what are these songs how come i have not heard then he said no people know they want tagumomu devadi deva indrama anubhavu same samadevaragamana pivire ramarasam oru naal podum this limited set of five six songs people want again and again they are happy so he is happy when he gets paid nicely so i don't have chance to sing these songs like that so then i said no i want to learn your compositions first because whatever i have heard i was attracted to then one by one i started learning his composition some of which he has not sung at all he just composed maybe he sang once in 1954 and forgot okay. so then he started uh, if i learn something then i started teaching so i would teach my students then video camera came i didn't have video camera at, at that time so by around year 1998 or 2000 i got a video camera so i would take videos of small kids also whom i teach singing his songs and play the video to show him that i'm singing not only learning correctly but teaching also correctly the same way he meant which made him very 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 happy so he says it is a pleasure for a composer if others are singing his compositions but it is very painful if they sing it wrongly So, Maharaja Swayamthirnal or Tyagaraja or Dikshitar or Purandradasa, we don't know how they sang. Well, in Balamurisir's case, he was there till very recently. He was there. So, when the composer's original version and he is available, we should do justice and be authentic and not just 
learn from a tape and sing a caricature so that he was very 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 happy uh, and i was very happy i am mean, i was not doing that to please him see now he is no longer alive so i have nothing to gain from him but i feel these compositions they deserve uh, the position that they should be sung correctly and people who love music they should know who are interested at least they should know that see there is a song like this to hear and see i don't have to say oh this is so amazing i do say it is so amazing but if you present it in the correct way the listener will automatically say it's so amazing so so that's why it i became so he he used to say there are so many musicians in madras who live so close to his house that within 5 minutes 10 minutes they could have gone to his house but they never made use of him and I, here i am from kerala blowing what money i have traveling to madras staying in a hotel eating outside food and going and spending so much time and learning from him telugu which i don't know kannada which i don't know so purandadasa i had heard venkatachalanilayam jagadotharana few songs like that there everybody knows those songs but other than that i have not heard any purandadasa after i joined balamulesar was kannadiga undi the door opened to the greatness of purandadasa and anamacharya Uh, and bhadrasal damara so bhadrasal damara sanamacha bhadrasal damara because in sankarabarana movie eti rogananu dayajochadavo inavam sotamarava kem esanaki sang okay so we know paluke bangaramayena kodan these songs because of sankarabarana film they came out other than that i had not heard much some shirabdhe kanyalaku or few ms balakshmi songs also i had heard but anamacharya had never attracted me heard okay i have not been put off either anamacharya is there that's all i am here anamacharya is there <laughs> but balamurthy sir he opened the heart of anamacharya and mind of bhadrasal damodas and oh my god so anamacharya's telugu is so different from jagaraja uh, telugu which is full of sanskrit so then i realized that he like swami vivekananda went to ramakrishna paramahamsa and first asked can you see god so he said yes i can see god then he said, can you show me god and then he just touched him and vivekananda went into a trance and all his questions were clear so one story which is very popular in my case like ramakrishna paramahamsa showed vivekananda god balamurthy sir showed me anamacharya bhadrasala ramadasa purandadasa opened and showed me what they then only i realized how amazing they were and then only i realized that if we look at the menu in a carnatic concert you listen to 100 concerts by 100 different people suppose there are 10 songs around 5 6 will be tyagaraja maybe one will be dikshit or two will be dikshit shamashastri never comes mm-hmm. then one patna subramanya or something like that but they are all ಶಿವನ್ it comes comes and even now tv gopalakrishna the stream mushra rajaras so many people md ramnath so my menu in selecting a, okay tomorrow i have a normal concert is not any theme just a concert what would i sing so it would not be only tyagaraja swatirnal dikshit i would definitely choose 
ನಮ್ಮಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಪುರೇಂದ್ರದಾಸ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂ ಡಿ ರಾಮನಾಥನ್ ಬಾಲಮುರುಕೃಷ್ಣ ಟಿ ವಿ ಜಿ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಕಂಟೆಂಪ್ರರಿ ಕಂಪೋಸರ್ ಸೊ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬಿಗ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಕೇಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೌ ಐ ವ್ಯೂಡ್ ಮ್ಯೂಸಿಕ್ ನಾಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟೀನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಟು ಏಯ್ಟೀನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟೀನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಸ್ ಓಕೆ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಓಕೆ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಬಿಗ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಫಾರ್ಮೇಟ್ what is the importance of parampara in classical art forms parampara i feel very very blessed to embody at least three paramparas one balamurli parampara which is direct from tyagaraja fifth generation and tyagaraja directly through balamurli sir is there and balamurli himself is like one beginning of one parampara as a luminary creator composer himself and chamamudi maharajaram sir here that line from vechur sir and my veena gurus veena vekatraman's guru was ksr rasami so ksr rasami is also he represents another great parampara so it is a big privilege and it is a big responsibility also but if we look at the other side you tyagaraja's children or <laughs> balamudesa's children or md ramanathan's children or shamangudi's children or vnb's children biological parampara many times is not that great from musical point of view they neither maybe zakir hussain plays tabla and he not only zakir hussain the brothers also so allah rakha when he dies he can feel happy that yeah i created one fantastic uh, percussionist who is worthy of my name yeah next like that like that few people are there uh, very very few mostly children when they perform also they may not be as good as the father or mother uh, but the other parampara shishya parampara is different like gnb had amazing disciples kalyanaraman you know? people like that. some some people who follow gnb like a photocopy but these other people who maintain the grid but their own individuality comes and makes it equally pleasing or little different or even more pleasing like that. so that way i like but parampara gharana bani school when it is restrictive i don't like uh, because there might be one good feature in that alien parampara which we can take it, it is very limiting if we just say no no i am this guy's parampara and that is all i will do anything else i don't want even want to listen or look that is very restrictive and i don't uh, believe much in that even among human beings when uh, indian person and a european person they have a child together generally that child will be more superior in looks and intellect and ability in everything they will be superior earlier in many indian families people would marry their own cousin or one close relative but then when people marry very close relatives it's very easy that children could have some mental problem they'll be retarded or some problem so that cross breeding uh, in genes same thing in music also and same parampara same thing we do again and again after some time it will become very stunted and unhealthy we need fresh input always so that give and take exchange not only between two different bodies of carnatic music but as a carnatic musician i have benefited so much so much from my exposure to drupad or khayal hindustani singing and from western singing so every kind of music it has added something except that suppose i uh, follow voice culture from an opera singer and na 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 ri 
that kind of training will help my voice but i can't sing todi la 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 he can't sing todi like so that na 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 this is my voice when to 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 so western singing you can do like it but like, like i said earlier about emotionally compartmentalizing you have to keep it separate in carnatic music we have ms gopalakrishnan uh, violinist he would give pure hindustani concerts just hindustani music but same ms gopalakrishnan when he is playing accompaniment for md ramanathan and md ramanathan is singing dhanyasi or todi or bhairavi only 100% dripping in carnatic will be nothing else and then when msg plays who is an accomplished hindustani musician and he played accompaniment for md ramnathan's todi bhairavi he would play pure todi bhairavi it would not sound like some hindustani thing so that it's not me only there are many people who can do that but one has to be very strongly grounded in one's own idiom if you learn carnatic music little bit and then you learn hindustani music little bit then you do fusion little bit finally nothing it will be neither carnatic nor hindustani nor light nor fusion it will be one one form <laughs> no so that, that is the other extreme so i i feel one has to be grounded in one thing like real is zakir hussain classic example he has done fusion and collaboration with more artists than probably anyone else in the world so many different genre of music is but you put him for a pure tabla performance means as allah rakha sang he will plant a flag of victory in, in pure classical tabla idiom so i like that i like to be grounded but open to other other things uh, how have your gurus inspired and, and influenced your journey as a teacher ah uh, each each person was different and i have taken from each of them the vetur sir for example as i said he was very very patient he will repeat 100 times but he would not explain uh, that this is how i sang this is how you sang this is the mistake you made this is how you have to correct like that he just sing correctly that's all but the patience and the kindness and the energy to keep repeating that i took from vetur sir but he never allowed recording he not the moment you bring a tape recorder he will be in a bad mood and be really flustered and uncomfortable so that i took from balamurli sir who was very open to recording in fact if balamurli sir is just sitting like this you put a video camera he'll do something he'll come alive because of the camera <laughs> he's a performer always an entertainer performer fun loving like so that whoever learns from me i tell them you can record and you must be it's better if you record so Uh, that i took from balamuri sir but he would not explain much he would just sing but by that time i could take also while my veena gurus they were also not much into recording but they were so analytical so analytical with panturali madhyamam and varali madhyamam so it will sound same to me at that time so tadare dirade na papada badama pamala mariga Panturali, well, same, uh, varali will be, pa, ma will be almost pa. So, ma padma ghariganiga ma so ma is different ma it's on the pa 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 like that they will like 
every note they would uh, dissect and analyze and show see this is how this gamaka argum kedar gola pani sari di to pani same ni we can't sing in kamboji maga pada sa to pani san pada sar same no my kesara sami he said sani da pada maga pada sa pada sati da sabada pada at pada sa okay pada we should not do Because then it will sound like pani and pada have will have no difference. Or Bhairavi Karara Priya going up, they will both have similar swarams. So you forget Sagariga. Instead of Sagariga, you take Sarigama. Sarigama pada nisa Bhairavi Sarigama pada nisa Karara Priya. How can you show difference without showing the Avarohnam and small ni? So you see, see Karara Priya. Ma is playing. Sa di ga ma, di ga ta 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 ta, di ga ma pa ta ga ga, di ga ma ma pa pa. While Bhairavi, di ga 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 is not ga will not come. Di ga ma. So immediately it became so that hard oscillating madhyamam. Di ga ma pa ta ni. Bhairavi. That comes later, but even Rigamapadani, it will be by the way, not Rigamapadani, Sadayadani, Sadayadani, So the measure of the Gamakam, how much it should oscillate, which note oscillates, and in what occasion. So it's same by the way, Sagari, Sagari is hard ga, but we don't shake. Ga and Ma both together hard. So we don't do Sagari Ga Ma. We don't do. So first Sagari and before Ma Ga is soft. So Sagari Ga Ga. Let's say Sagari Ga Ma. So before Ma Ga is soft. So that interplay between the link between notes, where it will oscillate, how much, which note. All that that I got from my Veena gurus, more than from my vocal gurus. Then Vichur sir was all about discipline, very 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 disciplined. If he sings a kirtanam, means it will be like that. He will not add or tweak or do anything. Well, Balamuri sir was all about freedom. So he was like so many of his own compositions also. I asked him, sir, can we do like this or or like this? So he'll think either way. If you like you, nali na na ye ni na mostu te data bhairavi. So I'll ask him data bhai. Is it saasadi gari or nisadi gari data or data bhai? Both are okay. As you like, like that. So then I realized that God was so kind that. I got the right guru at the right time in my musical journey because if I had learned basics from Balamuni sir, who had said, "Either way, you sing as you like," it would have been too free, and I would have just done some crazy thing. Well, Vichur sir, after all the discipline, I've reached a certain stage when I feel like exploring my own thing. It would have been too restrictive just to remain in that rigid grid. 
So correct that time I got Balamurasir. But Balamurasir embodied freedom, but because of the inherent self-discipline I have, I'm not talking about self-discipline in life, which I don't have, but in music I have a lot. So it's that musical self-discipline which is ingrained in me by 14-15 years with Vichyurser and close interaction with him, observing what he did. So that base plus Balamurasir's freedom plus my Veena Guru's uh, refined kind of analytical approach, explaining it. I really couldn't ask for anything. Any other area in my life, some bad thing or painful thing or sad thing may be happening or tension generating. But when I look at my Guru Parampara, I can just say thanks. Nothing else to, to life, to God, to the, my Gurus for everything. Because so much I have benefited and I am continuing though all four of my Gurus passed away during the past several years. But the, it's not like when they die, it's over. No, even after they die, I'm still benefiting because what they gave is so much. Keeps giving, keeps giving. Like that. Yeah. So, but then there are people who, uh, who have not come from any musical background, but they just take to music and become very great. It's nice. But I know some people who just learnt in some music college or something with their own effort. Because um, Guru, Padam Guru, Padam Sishya, you, you know that only 25% is from Guru and 25% Sishya's own efforts, so the 50, then next 25% from interaction with others from the same field and even then only 75 and last 25% Kala Kramayana, slowly with age and experience we get. So that 25% importance is there, <laughs> but uh, that is not... It's only 20. Even if you have the greatest gurus in the world, it can be only 25%, not more than that. So, I, I just go morning to evening and sit in Vichur sir's house and next day I go and sit in Balamudhi sir's house. My throat is not going to move. No? So, I have to practice my own. Varmaji, speaking specifically about classical art forms, today we have an abundance of online learning material. On one end, Students who do not have access to good learning material greatly benefit from it. But on the other, there is a risk of lessons being learned wrong and then further shared to others. So, can you shed some light on who should access this knowledge and how it should be used? I have, that. I have, I have no answer because even my, I am suffering from that myself because I have sung a lot of simple sounding songs like Muthusabhi Dekshitar's Western Notu Swarams, for example. They sound very simple, but even for them, you have to be in place. Talam is there, Shruti is there, Layam is there, Sahityam is there. That because they sound simple and my uh, body language is very friendly and I don't scare people. So many small children, uh, parents of small children, teachers, they take these lessons from YouTube. Uh, I remember one of the most famous martial arts movies in the world is Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. So, Bruce Lee, he is going to fight another man and that man, no, nobody has beaten him till then. So, before they fight, that man, he brings a wooden board and he throws it in the air and hits and splits it into two to show Bruce Lee, see how strong I am. He just hits it and it splits. Then Bruce Lee will look at him in his eyes and with his Chinese accent, he will say, Boards. Don't hit back. <laughs> so the boards don't hit back. You know? So you can split a board, but if you hit me, it will. Same way, uh, when you learn from an online video, 
that is not going to correct you so that video will be correct but you learn wrongly means nobody is going to tap your shoulder and say hey it's not like that this is how you sang this is how you should sing this is the mistake nobody is going to correct so unless a singer whether it's a student or a teacher unless it is a person above a certain level of musicianship and competence to enjoy anybody can listen and enjoy and people must it's nice to enjoy but to learn it's a very big responsibility when we are given this much free material online available it's a big responsibility to learn it properly and teach it properly and most of these teachers they learn free of cost without spending one rupee then they don't feel oh anyway i got this free of cost no so let me teach my students they know they charge nicely so they learn free of cost and teach taking money and learn wrongly and teach wrongly then they should be paid in counterfeit currency <laughs> but they are paid in real currency so the innocent children and their parents are actually paying these teachers good money for damaging the kid that happens a lot because many of them they learn wrongly and upload also some of them send me also yeah. if there are some mistakes i even if it's somebody i don't know i give my feedback i say no this is wrong this is wrong you should do it like that but when start to finish it is wrong what can you do so don't respond at all in fact balamuli sir this reminds me a feedback when i first joined balamuli sir people would send him songs fans would record and send him songs here i learned nagumomo from your recording please listen and give your blessings like that at that time only cassettes so one cassette would be there with this very 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 respectful letter so if i was there or somebody else is there also he will just read it and giggle a little then you take this cassette and there is a cardboard box he would go and put it in that so i would say sir uh, you heard and it will always have around 30 to 40 tapes that cardboard box and he will write something and so once is it you want to see what i write so then for use <laughs> he'll write for use so he'll treat it like a blank tape only so i got a tape i can record something on then i will say sir but why don't you actually listen if you listen then maybe you might be surprised some really nice thing might be there is it maybe out of 100 two maybe there which are nice but i tell you most of the time it will be bad they will imagine they are singing nicely but they would have sung badly so either i'll have to tell a lie to make them happy and so oh, it was very nice if i tell a lie and say it is very nice they'll continue singing see balamukli has said it is nice so they'll grow even more bad if i say it was horrible then they will feel shattered because they respect me so much and from my mouth they hear it's bad means they'll feel so sad or angry or disappointed i don't want to do that suppose i don't respond at all they may wonder maybe he didn't get my letter no that is better <laughs> so at that time i never imagined at that time that the internet will be invented youtube will be invented that my videos will come online and i'll be in the same situation it happened it happens now then when some people sing and send me some things i remember his for use <laughs> tapes <laughs> no? then many times if it is nice i respond even if i am busy unless i am traveling somewhere and i check my mail on my phone 
but i respond on my desktop only and i forget like that i might have forgotten sometime but otherwise 100% of the time i will respond but they think badly then i don't respond at all it's better they think that i didn't get the recording or i missed it or i'm arrogant and i did that is better than my telling them and saying i know what you are imagining in your head but what is coming in your throat is not what you are imagining what is coming out is something horrible <laughs> that i i can't tell them so then i could understand better why he never responded so online yeah that it's a big responsibility and so much of abuse and misuse is happening okay good thing see now we can have this interview that's also because of internet so good things also happen yes but a uh, lot of bad by these half baked teachers yes. half baked teachers they feel they are doing something good by spreading music to one bunch of some people have 10 students some have 300 students some have 500 students so these 500 students singing wrongly is a very bad thing no uh, in the journey of a student especially in the case of children usually the parents play a major role beat you know uh, right from selection of the teacher and throughout the learning process of the child and deciding performance opportunities and so on and these decisions and actions of the parents significantly impacts the future of the child as an artist so what would be your advice to the parents who are in this process uh two three point one i am not qualified to advise parents because i would never have been a good parent myself so if i am a good parent i can see how nicely i have brought up my child so that is one two i have seen both cases both extremes actually uh, if you look at uh, somebody we all know if we look at uh, flute hariprasad chaurasia hariprasad chaurasia's family from his father upwards they are all from a family of wrestlers they are gusti people only so it is very masculine work to do be a wrestler but this man as a child he was very attracted to music so whenever he would while walking on the road also he would hear some flute means he just stop to listen then his father would beat him up saying that is feminine it's not macho to listen to music and whatever so so much of physical abuse he endured from his father who used to beat him up for liking music he ran away from home escaped and learned from several gurus and including the legendary annapurna devi and he became one of the greatest flute players in the whole world yeah. with zero support from home one on the other extreme there are so many musicians like i said the sad children of musicians whose parents have really given everything to them including give them concert opportunities and promote them and push them and whatever and they became nothing like that there are students also uh, who have support at home then i know some people i know one musician whose parent is so diligent that from the time this musician was a child the parent would buy books tyagaraja dikshita or anything available this is the 1960s 70s now those books are out of print many of them and i know this parent who would actually write uh, they listen to a song on narasimha for example by tyagaraja in a book index composition on narasimha tyagaraja dikshitar swatirna this person that person purandradas so this, this musician has to give a thematic concert somebody says oh can you give a concert with only songs on narasimha 
parent is ready with the index. This is before in the internet. Eh? Because around 35-40 Narasimha songs listed Ragam composer name and they might have books with the notation also that the parent has done. So like they're just nurturing. If the child is singing means they bring warm water or milk or whatever they need. Like, like a tender uh, plant, you have to water it, you have to put it in, you have to manure, put manure, you have to put it, expose it to sunshine. But too much sunshine means it will be there. So just the right, nurtured carefully by parents also I have seen. So I have seen three examples I am telling you. While Haripada Chaurasya being even kicked out of his house and he became great musician. There are musicians who promote and push so much and they become nothing. And like this something very very healthy where you just see the musician singing nicely. But how much family has worked behind we don't see. All these happen. So finally I feel it's what you do with yourself and fate. That's all. Hmm. Nowadays when I was a child for example television itself was not invented. So in my house there is no sound of the TV blaring in the next room. It was never there. If I was free I will read or listen to music. That's it. No other activity. So, so much time I could invest. Now people have mobile phones and all the time some message will be coming. You forward a joke or you have a chat or something will be Instagram, update, Facebook, status. No? So, there might be people who are as talented as the Agaraja and Dexter even sitting one mile around you and me. But they may never leave behind a legacy like the Agaraja and Dexter did because of distractions of it. So they get married, they have children, they have a job, they have to uh, pay tax and wash clothes and cook and so, so many things. We, have, we only have 24 hours a day. While the earlier musicians, uh, that those 24 hours were spent focused on not only music, whether suppose somebody is a painter or a sculptor or anything, so fully into that. The distractions were much less at that time. So the output was much more. Like, talent is always there. Maybe even more than I find some children singing. So amazing. You can't imagine how three, four, five-year-old children can sing like that. But how many of them keep growing in their art when they grow physically? That only time will tell. Many, many people in my school days, I know some boys who used to sing. I used to be stunned by them. Now we don't hear their name. They are not in the field at all. Though you, they used to win competitions, gold medal and all that for classical music. What should be the goal of a musician, Varmanji? That each but some people do it for Atma Samtripti. Uh, some people they do it for making money. Some people uh, want to be famous. They want the light to shine on them all the time. Some people they realize the value of the treasure that they have inherited from their guru. In my case, that is number one. I realize the value of not only Swaratranal, but some lesser known composers also. Prayagarangadasa, this is Balamundasa's grandfather. If you go to YouTube and search Prayagarangadasa, out of 50 videos, around 49 will be mine. And he is nobody of mine, except he was, even Balamundasa himself, initially he sang a few songs, but later he never sang, except Ramarama Anarada and Ramudutpavichinaru, that's all. But after Balamundasa died, I have discovered and unearthed and learnt and put on YouTube at least three more Prayagarangadasa songs from other sources. So why? I feel that song deserves to be heard. 
that's it. So for me, my biggest, biggest source of satisfaction and my focus is on getting these amazing songs in its correct form and passing it on to the next generation. So because we won't be there, at least if that song is living in its correct form. So in its correct form is in block letters, <laughs> the most important thing. So that is for me. But somebody says, yeah, I want to sing because I want to be famous or I want to make money. That is their choice. I can't sit in judgment. I can't say that this should be anybody's uh, mission. But when a student begins to learn music, in the case of children, uh, what value should we nurture them with as a teacher? You know, what path can a teacher pay value-wise to a student? Also, it changes from person to person. Yeah, I myself, I, once when I was jobless, I actually wrote and calculated how many people I have taught. At least once. Suppose I go to a new place, I visit a university, college, and I give a class once and I have never seen them before or afterwards. In that room, there will be like uh, 45 people. Like that, whatever I remember, I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and just for my own, uh, maybe ego satisfaction, <laughs> I w wanted to see how, how many people have attended my class at least once. And the, the number was something like 25,000. So, from 1995, I started teaching. Now, it is 2021. So, even uh, this last Sunday, there was an online session where around 187 people came. So, this is before that. So, in Trivandrum, in, in Bangalore, in Madras, in Hyderabad, in uh, Kasargod, and in uh, Amsterdam, in Australia, in very, very different places. But out of 25,000, and I always tell the same thing, it is not like only to this student I will tell the secret, and to others I know, I am same. Like how I am talking to you now, the same openly if I am sitting alone and making a video or in a private conversation, I am always the same. But how many of them have taken what I have said? I, I can, 25,000 is sitting there, I can count in like 1, or 2, that's all. So, what, what I can only tell, see my, my student, my gurus also, each of them had many students. Right, when he was 11, 12 years old, he started teaching basic lessons to his guru's uh, junior disciples. And he lived to be 87. So, so many people have come and gone through the Balamurli learning thing. Maybe some people learn one song and go. Some people are there for 5 years, some are 30 years, 20 years, 50 years. But you see what each person has taken, it is different. When Balamurli is the same only. So, from same Balamutli, what different people have taken, that depends on them. And, you know, as a student, I am speaking. Same as a teacher, I my menu is there like one five-star hotel menu, soup and salad and vegetarian and non-vegetarian and dessert and alcohol and fresh fruit. It's all on display. You take what you like according to their vasana, their inclination, their nature. They take or leave. Or some people, they when they have me, they don't make use of me. After I, they have lost me, then they say, oh, sir, I should have, what's the point, no? Now we are all locked up at home. So, in my case, I was very, very fortunate with all my gurus, not only Vajur Sir Balapa, even Mukhaya Sami. One minute I have not wasted when they were available. I realized their full value fully and made full use of that. By making use, I don't mean in an exploitative, negative way. In a positive way, it was there and I fully made use. 
is not i have no regrets when they died i felt sad that they died but only sorrow no regret it's not like yo if i had known he was going to die then i would have done this i would not have done nothing like it as a human being as a music lover as a sishya maximum what i could i did more than that i could not have done so that regret i don't have that with my students i, I can't say many names <laughs> one amrita venkatesh is there is completely understood my way of it but she is not like photocopy of me like just like i am not photocopy of balamurli or uh, vetchur sir she is very much her own individual brain and mind and uh, ideas of what is right and wrong and but, but so i respected it happened that she learned from me she had already started giving concerts before i met her so it was that level already and when i met her i learned i taught her some songs but and passed on some values about aesthetics and modulation and paying attention to sahitya or explaining being more expressive stuff like that but she i see her like a colleague only not like oh, i am guru and she is disciple not like i am physically older but he is good musician whom i would have respected even if she was not my student because he is my student i feel extra one sweetness is there oh yeah she is my student See, like balamurthy sir i would have enjoyed his music anyway but he is my guru means i have one special feeling you no know, if he is my guru like that but whatever i have told amrita only i have told in big groups of 200 also i have told the same things but how many of them take it it involves lot of sacrifice you know uh, getting a job getting married making children already three big identifiable time consuming things not saying time wasting thing time consuming thing so if you have if you are employed if you are a spouse and if you are a parent already so much time will go into that so there are some amazing people this uh, is like roger federer for example roger federer is married and he has got four kids still at now he is going to be 39 years old what he has done in tennis is extraordinary and as far as we know his family life seems to be happy also we always see him with his wife and kids and all it is i mean i salute him <laughs> that's all i can do but many people uh, when you look at family life and their uh, professional life usually it's one or the other which is successful when they are very successful as musician family life may not be that great but there are a few people whom i personally know where everything is like very successful happy is another thing but successful it works that itself is a big deal i i am a coward and i never had the spirit of adventure okay let me see i'll get married and make two children and see whether i can ma- manage this i felt no i couldn't probably <laughs> so i didn't and i spent that time very fruitfully uh, with balamulli sir not only in madras he would go to mysore means i'll book a ticket in the same flight and book a room in the same hotel i'll just be with him like and that see now even if now i can still marry i, I can still start a family but i know i can't get one second with balamurthy that's gone no? so when he was there 100% i benefited 100% small small things i mean there are some things i can tell in public as very identify but there is small sweet sweet moments which you tell there is nothing much but you experience that it's very sweet. for example balamurthy sir hated his hair touching his ear so whenever it came that length he would have a haircut so always cut it if you look at 100 photos hair style will always be same it will never be long 
so sometimes it it would happen that he would have had a haircut and same day i would have also had a haircut but not planned or anything so i go to his house and i find that he had it so i ask him up sir you had a haircut yes you also had a haircut oh? <laughs> just laugh it's nothing it's just one sweet moment like that small 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 for so many things like again balamuri sir if i tell one at that time there is very 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 initial days when i just started knowing him he would sit on his bed in his bedroom it was a big double bed which was fill most of the room and madras uh, april may it will be very very hot it will go to 43 degrees like you know really really hot and i my body temperature is little high so i always feel hot and in cold countries i would never feel cold when others are freezing like that i'll say oh nice weather <laughs> like that so that is my body temperature so once balamudesh was sitting on on his bed the center of his bed cross legged with a file on his lap and writing some notation he's sitting there i am sitting opposite him on a chair and so hot means i i feel i am melting or getting fried i'm just sitting like that so he's writing this and looking at me then he saw my face is red and water then he looked and he has put the fan in slow speed like because the paper will fly off because he is writing but he is sitting directly under the fan and i am sitting little far away he could have just firstly he noticed that i was feeling hot he could have just said why oh, you can increase the speed of the fan or something no he takes his paper and file and puts it on his side puts one thing on top so that it doesn't fly away he gets off the bed he goes around the full bed goes to the corner increases the speed of the fan again he circles around and comes around the bed gets up on top crosses his legs sits takes the file and paper then he looks at the fan looks at me we are getting yes <laughs> no so sweet so i am feeling hot and he is sensitive to that he could have just asked me to switch on the make it faster but no he that concern that care in tamil you say akare you know that, that care was so that, uh, he could be very charming in public for the sake of being charming but this is the real thing which public doesn't see that care that i can never forget is a one small incident only like that when you spend the whole day with somebody so many things happen like i'm just giving one example so that if we are sensitive and we absorb that then naturally when we are with other people we will extend the same we will remember this and we will put people around us in ease and we care for them so that comes by example only do artists be it a performer or a teacher have any social responsibilities beyond performing and teaching their student base that is also a question of personal choice mm. there are some in every field not only in carnatic music in every field there are people who have decided to be activists they take up a cause and do something uh, but in my case I, because it's known in public i'll tell you one example in trivandrum we have a navaratri festival where navaratri mandapam for a goddess where women were not allowed so uh, women were not allowed to perform and women were not allowed to sit as listeners either so from my my age 16 i started questioning that why why can't women come in a festival in honor of a woman of a goddess i started questioning that and this went on and on and finally 
after 22 years only the rule changed and women were admitted but now this happened uh, from 19 late 80s and it ended and it happened in 2006 i think but i never uh, showcased myself as a activist who fought for women's equality. I did fight for women's But I, I didn't do it thinking that I, I was doing some social, it happened like that. I felt it should be done, that's all. Or treating accompanists nicely. The treating, I don't know how many of them will say that in public, but many, many cases, I have some people who play for me regularly. And in my mind, I have given them a position. I feel they are, oh wow, so great. If I pay them what I feel they deserve, then I don't have that much money because I feel they deserve so much. But in so many, so many, so many uh, occasions, an organizer will pay total of this much amount. While this much would be what I pay each of them. So I feel if the organizer is a cheapo, that is his problem. But just because they are on good terms with me and they are happy to pay me, I should not misuse the good connection I have with them and make them play with me with, for no money. So I will take cash from my pocket and pay them. And I will be actually giving a concert. So you, somebody will take video, make it MPEG file and upload it on YouTube. People watch it for free. They see all of us looking at each other, nodding our head and smiling and happy music. We watch the video and we are happy. But for this whole thing, I will be the only person who has not only not got any money, I would have lost money. My accompanist would have been paid. The video guy would have been paid. <laughs> no? And I have not monetized my videos on YouTube till now. Maybe I should actually. Now so many people are telling me, why don't you monetize your videos? But I didn't do it for money. But the moment uh, I don't do something feeling bitter and unpleasant about that. If I, there are some places where I used to teach music and I was not happy with what happened, then I stopped teaching. Yeah, that's it. But I won't go there and feel, oh, bad. Same with accompanists also. There are some people, uh, for example, one person is a very great musician, but he'll accept a concert and that morning he will say, ah, sorry, I can't come. That, but not only with me, with many people is done. So then, I love that person's artistry. But when this character is there on a regular basis, it's better not to have them than go through that tension. Oh, you today will he come or not come? So don't come. Call finish. So accompanies also. There are some people I not give. I believe in freedom. So my wildness, my brudanga martyrs, ghatam. They are all free to show their. Uh, talent freely and get applause also. In fact, when my violinist gets applause, I feel happy that ah, he got applause. Uh, that he knows. This is my mindset. But suppose I sing Alapana for 2 minutes and the violinist is playing for 20 minutes. Uh, or they are doing things which I didn't do just to show see I am even better. Like that. There are many people who have done that. I don't call them again. That's all. Then call them and try to have one thing happening in stage. Or, you know, or Hold one bad feeling inside and uh, hide that and smile. That's not the world is very big and free. So we are free to not call. If this person is not there, somebody else is there. It will work. So social thing also, uh, there are people who say you should treat accompanists nicely. 
but how many of them pay them equally i will i'll be curious to know <laughs> really so for, for me i share the applause so after my concert concert is over people come on stage there will be people talking to me there will be people talking to harikumar to kartik to binu to all of them there will be people talking it's not like concert is over then accompanies are gone only me and people come and talk to me that, that is never the case that is my victory i feel proud of the fact that each of them could attract the audience and they could have people come and talk to them and get applause and money also so i believe in uh, gender equality very much i have a third gender friends also so uh, transgender community normally in india uh, on the road at a traffic signal sometimes you find transgender people begging they'll clap like that and so they can be aggressive and very scary also but i had a friend who was a, an activist among transgender rights and whatever so through this friend i actually got to meet and interact uh, some of these people and found some of them so nice just lovely people but who are in a particularly unfortunate situation because of uh, force of circumstances and social norms and whatever and then i can't say i'll not feel nervous if on the street three of them come clapping and try and grab me then i'll still feel uh, nervous but among transgender community also so many amazing people are there so that is gender thing so in my own way quiet way i am socially aware and doing what i again i'll tell you one example uh, many people treat waiters and drivers and uh, people like that very badly they might be very nice to you and me so once one musician at that time maharaja people like that they were alive my senior family members were alive so navratri time these musicians would come and sing one evening and next morning they would come to the palace to pay their respects to the royal family so not young people like me the older generation so once one musician came i had a maruti van so this musician came we had usual polite conversation and what so my house is on top of a hill and to go kind of half a kilometer to reach the gate it is 11:30 12 in the afternoon so he went he left and when he went to the door i found that there is no vehicle so i said how are you going man i'll take an auto and take an auto but you have to walk to the gate at 12 o'clock sun it's very very uncomfortable i said please wait i'll bring my car you know no problem i said no no just one minute i'll so my car was on the other side so i drive this maruti van and come and he the singer and his disciple are there so normally i sit in front always whoever is driving taxi any car i sit in front so i just opened the front door so he didn't want to sit in front because he thought it was driver <laughs> he didn't want to sit in front with the driver so i just opened the door and held like that so in india as you know right side the driver and second uh, left side the passenger will come so he got into the left side he is not looking at me looking at this side <laughs> because he doesn't want to address the driver driver is low class on me then this disciple gets in the back seat and in the mirror i can see his face so then the singer says ah railway retiring group <laughs> so railway station had accommodation so please take me to the railway retiring nothing like railway retiring group that's it so i said okay then from the tone he used i 
understood that he feels he is talking to the driver uncle. He closed the door and we are going. And Maruti van is very small. So, we are sitting, our legs are touching each other. We are sitting like that. Then in the mirror, I just looked at the disciple and showed my eye like this. See how your teacher is behaving. And he understood immediately that he thinks it's the driver and he is talking like that. And he doesn't know what to do. Disciple is sitting. And then I found that fuel had finished almost. There's very little fuel. And there's a petrol pump just outside my house. So, I started going inside the petrol pump. Then he ah, you can't stop, you have to go now. So, I said, there is no petrol. So, if I don't fill petrol, the car will stop. Mm, quickly, you do it quickly. <coughs> so, for me, just bursting out laughing at how rude he is. Then I got out, stopped the car and filled the petrol. So, when I was behind with the guy, because I had same petrol pump every Three days a week, I used to fill petrol and I will be friendly with those guys also. Just having a chat and I, my eye was inside the car. I was looking and then the disciple calls him Guru and says, Hey, Prince himself has come. You can see him saying, Hey, what to do? And this man is at least 30 years older than me, okay, the singer. I fill petrol and I get into the car. He physically grabs my feet. Sorry, sorry, I didn't know you were... You, you yourself came in. Hey, what is, what is happening? I pretended I didn't understand why he is apologizing. You, you yourself came. Oh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Like that. At that time, I was only 18, 19 years old. So, I didn't have the thing to tell him. Suppose it's a driver also. You can be just nice to him, no? Why do you have to bark at a driver? Okay. So, that, that now till virus came, I used to travel a lot. So, my base is Bangalore. So, Bangalore airport. I am in and out of Bangalore airport all the time till 2020. So, I used the toilet and as a person who has travelled a lot, I go to Trivandrum airport also, I go to bus stand and railway station. So many public toilets are so filthy, we can't even enter the place. So even wearing slippers or shoes, we feel not like stepping on the ground. It's so dirty. Keeping that in mind, you see how clean they have maintained Bangalore airport. It's very crowded. Passengers keep coming and going, keep coming and going and the person, a moment a person gets out, this man will come and mop. There is a citrus lemon kind of smell. It's really, really nicely made. So, if you have used public toilets which are not clean, you really appreciate what these people are doing. So, whenever I use a public toilet, if it is not, I am saying Bangalore because it is always clean, Hyderabad, uh, nowadays Bombay. Many airports, they really do a good job and some 5 star hotels also. If I use that 100%, I will give a tip uh, to the gentleman and it will be at least 200 rupees or something, not like 10 rupees or 2 rupees. I will give 200 rupees and the way I pay him will be no different from if I pay Balamurli sir after a concert. But that much, it is not like, take. So, like, I am grateful to you. That because of your hard work, I can use this clean toilet. Thank you so much. I am the grateful guy and you are the guy who, whose kindness I am grateful. With that attitude, I, I give them money. Then they are like, oh, thank you and whatever. So, this only those guys know and I know. Since you asked, I am saying. So, in our personal life, we can follow activism in a very positive way, but not posture as activists like. Okay, Varmaji. My final question. What would be your tips 
to the teachers who who have taken teaching uh, classical art forms as a profession it seems uh, many things i have touched upon in whatever i was talking but number one in my opinion is never stop being a learner yes so for me uh, many people have asked me why don't you start your own music classes or school or anything the number one reason why i have not only not done that why i have not even considered doing that is because then my learning will stop so i never want suppose today i know something tomorrow before i sleep i should know something more than what i knew today something it need not be one full composition or something so that constant learning reinventing keeping it alive keeping it fresh that is a constant process so i feel once you are a teacher if you stop doing that then your growth is finished and the moment our growth is finished we start becoming negative we become because we are naturally meant to keep moving forward going upward growing evolving that is the natural state so if we get stunted that is unnatural so when the moment we get even the martial arts legend bruce lee talks about movement so he says when we are alive only body can move the moment we die the body becomes stiff so stiffness is death so our own art if i am going 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 like this i am alive only but i have stopped here okay that's it now i don't know anything five years ago what i knew same thing only i know means i am dead moment i am dead the energy that comes from me will also be very negative and you not something the music student when they go for music class it will not be something they look forward to see with pichur sir for example his original schedule was saturday and sunday that i liked it so much and after some time he started recognizing my enthusiasm he said ah um, wednesday if you are free i can go ah, yeah yeah please please so wednesday also did. then it changed saturday sunday tuesday thursday so four days a week and as somebody from india you know how all important the 10th standard exam is sslc so for us even now i think it happens like that sslc 10th standard exam always starts on a wednesday so wednesday thursday friday then saturday sunday gap then monday tuesday wednesday that's how it goes i had music class on tuesday and i had music class on saturday sunday so many people when they are in 8th standard itself they'll stop music classes so high school we became high school so we have to concentrate on 10th standard and at that time i never dreamt that i will sing in public okay it's not like i am a musician or giving concerts already no i'm not even dreaming of being but i love music so much my family they said at least during exam that one week you stop classes i said 24 hours i'm not going to be studying so at least that one hour instead of 3 hour class we can have one hour class so that one hour class when i am with vichur sir it will be one relaxation for me i'll be more fresh to study later so then after uh, on wednesday sslc finished at that time <coughs> new james bond movie had come never say never again <laughs> so i still remember so all my friends were going for never say never again movie but i came back and had music class immediately after sslc finished then i am like the freest man in the world so then vichur sir he almost had tears in his eyes and he says no i have been teaching music for 30 40 years i never had a single student who had music class during sslc and the like half an hour after the last exam is over so then i didn't think it was a big deal but now as a music teacher myself 
i can see why he was so appreciative because so many students they do so many thing they still have time for instagram still have time for youtube facebook and all but exams are coming first thing they cut is dance or music or something like that so that is uh, to make it something which the student is attracted to suppose i tell a child uh, today you have misbehaved so as a punishment you sing for 2 hours practice then that how will the child like music so suppose i tell a child you normally practice for 1 hour but because you scored nice marks for exams or you been so well behaved as a special treat today you sing for 3 hours i am giving you this gift that you can practice for 3 hours now like that should be something very pleasant and positive and joyful and non tension generating that they look forward to suppose a friends birthday party is coming next wednesday means now itself oh next wednesday we'll all have fun at the party like that ah music class is coming so my students definitely uh, not my regular students only even workshop students you know the sunday i had a uh, teaching session people i don't know at all but some of them they say i have taught in their university 3 years ago or 5 years ago they had attended a class and whatever then the way they were sharing their memories and when they sang nicely and i gave chocolates for it now we can't do online so i am eating all the chocolates by myself <laughs> so i'm not saying bribe them with chocolates or try to charm them nothing but genuinely you create a, a happy atmosphere and, and keep reinventing yourself keep learning then it's a win win situation no we benefit the students benefit the music benefits everybody benefits but the moment you start thinking oh see i am a guru i have three disciples to carry my bag and stuff and i just walk like that means it's sad some people they can't shed that self imposed image of a guru just one simple point is that in my mind i believe everybody is a human being that's it nothing more some people a person uh, roger federer plays tennis in a way nobody has seen till now but he may not score high marks in uh, mathematics exam for example or he may not be able to sing kalyani ragam while a person who sings amazing kalyani ragam may not be able to score one goal in a football match <laughs> no that doesn't mean that either of them is superior that person in that chosen field they are very good so a person does physical exercise i just lift weight with my right hand only not left hand after 6 months i'll have big muscles here and nothing here right so that is physical exercise similarly artistic exercise you do sadhakam and try musically you will reach greater and greater heights suppose you play tennis you do suppose you meditate and do atmiya thing you become superior spiritually but that is just one sadhana and you get attain a certain level but i don't think that makes you some superior being and others some inferior being we are human being only people have greed people have ego people have insecurity people have jealous people have love hate fear anger all this is same so the moment we realize that everybody just the jagaraja also or the guy in bangalore airport who cleans the toilet also they all human being only then some people have some special things but that doesn't make them superhuman or divine or some thing in my mind it's my opinion only then we will neither just surrender in front of somebody and treat them like god and we discover some negative things about them we are shattered and 
dismayed and disappointed, disillusioned. That doesn't happen. We know that's a human being only. And we know we are human being only also. Even if somebody comes and falls at our feet and, oh my God, when you sang Sita Kalyana Yabhogume, I saw Rama and Sita standing there. Oh, good for you. Okay, I didn't see Rama or Sita. <laughs> no? So, we won't fall for that praise also. They may not be flattering us. They may be genuinely praising also from their heart. Good, I feel happy that my music could create such a pleasant experience for them. But I should never forget that I am just a human being. Just because of praise and adulation, which feels good some of the time. Can be, when it's fake, you feel like, oh, just enough. Saku, saku. But uh, if, as long as we keep in mind that we are all human beings, the teacher is human being, student is human being, Tyagaraja is human being, and some taxi driver is human being, then that is equality. And we'll never surrender ourselves in a slave-like manner before some politician or some Swamiji or some film star or some musician or some guru uh, and later be exploited or abused by them. That will not happen. Nor will we, when we get a position of power and we have 10 students who are, oh wow, like that, we ourselves will make some silly joke or put them at ease and show, hey, listen, listen, hello, I'm, I'm just somebody like you. Don't uh, sit like that. And we will not uh, manipulate or exploit or abuse our students also. So actually, it's not only for specifically for teachers of classical arts, it's applicable to everybody. But I know I know people who actually put this into practice. Abdul Kalam, for example, was one gentleman. I knew him personally before he was a president, when he was a president and after he was a president. Every time I have interacted with him, it's the same Abdul Kalam. Now that I am president, some extra thing in a thick. Always same. The voice, the accent, what he said, how he said. Just, I like Nelson Mandela, he would wear these bright colored shirts and even if he goes to meet Queen Elizabeth in Buckingham Palace, he doesn't wear a suit. Nelson Mandela, that's all. So there are people, I mean, I'm talking about Abdul Kalam, Nelson Mandela, since these are people everybody knows or may, most people know. But in our private life, there are people I know, whom you may not know, or public may not know. You've always been normal, regular people. So for me, those are the Mahanubhavas, who I really, who are just normal, not this, oh, that guy, this guy, no. They are good in their chosen field, that's all. But I wouldn't say... In fact, in tennis, I like Rafael Nadal a lot. From the time he was 15 years old, I have been following him. But his uncle Tony, who is a famous coach now because of Nadal, when Nadal won uh, French Open for the first time and he became one of the youngest people who has won a Grand Slam, the uncle called him. After he's won, he's just so happy, you know, as a 16, 17 year old winning a Grand Slam. Then uncle says, in 1972, you know who won Wimbledon? It doesn't remember. In 1985, who won Australian Open? It doesn't remember. 1986, who won US Open? It doesn't remember. That's all. To win a Grand Slam means that moment, okay, you are Wimbledon champion. Next day, life goes on and people are busy with their life. So, just because you won French Open, Wimbledon, don't think that you have horns or a halo or anything. You are good at your job. That's it. But to be a good human being, be kind, be decent, be honest, be straightforward, be noble, that is what makes you special. Now, otherwise, you are just good at your job, you play tennis well. That's it. See, in Europe, since you are in Europe, I am saying, European cities, you find uh, buskers, musicians, street musicians performing. So many of them are so amazing. 
So, like the other people I told you, I would always pay them. Even if I didn't have much foreign exchange with me, what little, then it's very valuable because I don't have many euros or dollars in my hand. But somebody performs nicely, I'll never drop something in their cloth or hat and go. I'll wait till they finish one piece. And again, as I said, like paying Balamavisar or something, I go and give it in their hand and say it is very nice. The appreciation, the rasana also, apart from the money. And then I feel the same 12 notes that this guy or this lady is singing, only I am also singing. So I get to sing in one big theater or travel abroad or have an online session uh, with a, a person sitting in Scandinavia who wants my interview. <laughs> no? So, but same 12 notes I am singing like the street musician, right? So, I feel so grateful that life has been good to me. So, I, it's only great gratitude I feel, not like, ha, you are sitting on the road and singing, while well, I am sitting in a theatre and singing, I don't feel like that. And I spent a lot of time in Paris, so in June or July they have this Fête de la Musique, you know, or October I think, festival of music, where everybody comes out on the street and performs, big musicians also, they'll have concerts which are open to public. Beautiful, then it's like, you may have white skin, black skin, yellow skin, brown skin, but the blood which runs through all of us is the same. The oxygen we breathe is the same. Heartbeat is the same. Like that, music, whether we are from any country, race, religion, social status, artistic level, music is same for all of us. The world coming together through music. And it's spreading more and more. So beautiful, so beautiful. So we all become one in music. No, that, <laughs> that really. It's all about universality. And, yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Varmaji, for your time. It's been an honor to have you on our platform. It's absolutely, absolutely mutual. It's my pleasure also. That concludes our third episode of Season 3, Vistara. I hope you found this conversation with Prince Rama Varma interesting and inspiring. Catch you all soon with our next episode on Indian Entrepreneur Podcast. To know more about our work, log on to our website kalatapasya.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for quick updates. Have a good day. Kalata Pasa.